In today's world, every one of us is highly dependent on technology, to a point where we cannot live without it. The way we live, communicate, the way we learn, every aspect of life has changed drastically throughout history and is still in constant change, all thanks to the innovation in the technological field. So, the question asks itself, where did it all start and how did we get here? What sort of journey did we embark on millions of years ago? And what sort of future destinations might we be heading towards? If you are interested to hear more, turn up the volume, put on your earphones and get ready to get lost in the echo of this technological odyssey. Hello, all you beautiful listeners out there. My name is Abdeslam. I'm a new podcaster and this is my very first episode. I'm a bit nervous, but mostly excited to talk about some of the most prominent inventions and eras of innovation throughout history. So, without any further ado, let's get started. Well, speaking of starting, the starting point of humans and technology was but a bunch of stones and sticks 3.3 million years ago. We made the first tools from sharpened stones as knives and spears and unshaped rocks as hammers and anvils. And then, roughly 2 million years later, at 1 million BC, humans discovered, so to speak, or learned to wield fire to make all sorts of things and that was one of the most important tools that we acquired. Fire has and still is playing a major role in all inventions and more. And then in the era between 20,000 to 15,000 BC, humans have started an agricultural revolution in the what's called the Neolithic era. Humans have finally started to cultivate plants and saw fields and produce their own crops and breed animals. This changed, or rather, was what formed the very first resemblance of a society, since humans could finally form a permanent settlement and not need to constantly wander all around looking for food without settling anywhere for long. And 6000 BC, in Mesopotamia and Egypt along the Nile River, societies there invented an irrigation system due to all the rivers. This helped take agriculture to the next level, and in doing so, taking society also a step further. And not long after, in the same places, people have finally figured out how to sail and invented sailing boats, which helped with food transportation and the economy due to trading. And around the same time in 4500 BC, one of the most important inventions was made, and that's the wheel. Bet you didn't guess that, huh? Well, think about it. Moving on to 1200 BC, Humans have gone to the next level and entered the Iron Age, which opened the door to many more possibilities and much more innovation. And contrary to what a lot of people believe, in 850 BC, alchemists in China actually invented gunpowder. And fun fact for you, it was a failed result of a long search for an immortality potion. And then in the year 950, the agriculture field, pun unintended, has been introduced with yet another great invention, and that is the windmill. Okay, so now things will pick up a little more pace. In the year 
1044, the very first compass was used by Chinese soldiers to navigate after they got lost. They used a fish-shaped piece of magnetized iron floating in a bowl of water. And around the 13th century, the very first mechanical clock was introduced, and that made time quite literally in the grasps of everyone, which was probably when time management started. Probably. And in the year 1455, printing was invented, and that brought a huge information explosion, and the press was made far more accessible and common. But fun fact, the first thing that was ever printed was actually the Bible. Well, I bet everyone is saying, oh yes, of course. The 18th century was when a lot of eventful things happened, and they happened fast. The era we all studied in school has come about. Yes, I'm talking about the Industrial Revolution, but it didn't go full throttle just yet. But one of the most notable inventions that helped to start this era was the steam engine. And right after that, railways and steamboats came about, which made transportation never as easy and accessible. Another thing that was invented during this era was photography. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but the first ever photograph was of a courtyard and it took eight and a half hours to take. And in 1844, the telegraph was invented by Samuel Morse. And that was the first invention that made long distance communication possible. And the first message sent by telegraph was, what hath God wrought? I don't know what he was trying to suggest, but it sure sounds mysterious and cool, huh? Not long after, in 1876, the telephone was invented by Graham Bell, and that made telecommunication even better due to voice communication. The first words ever said on telephone were, Mr. Watson, come here, I want to see you. I personally prefer what Morse sent through telegraph, even though I still don't get it. Ladies and gentlemen, in 1876, and this time pun intended, the invention that helped the technological industry to go full throttle and reshaped society. The internal combustion engine was made. Yes, that's right, not long after, automobiles and airplanes would come about. But before we get to that, the year is 1879, and Thomas Edison has finally, after a lot of trials, made the first electric light. The very first light bulb has burned for 13 and a half hours. Better and longer than the yellow light bulbs we have in our houses, am I right? <laughs> Anyways, after that, they started creating a distribution system to light houses and industries. Yes, that's right, the night is no longer dark and scary, all thanks to human innovation. It also meant longer working hours, so... Oof. And in 1885, Carl Benz has made the very first modern automobile. It was, by the way, three-wheeled only. But the automobile didn't know a commercial splash because of Carl's slow and methodical pace in order to perfect it. Until 1888, when, fun fact, his wife got tired of waiting, so she took the car on a 64-mile trip, and that's right, you guessed it, to visit her mother. Right after that, the car and the automobile got popularized. Well, now that the automobile has been invented, it's time to buckle up, for it's about to get real fast in the technological industry. You might have noticed that I really like puns. 
Anyways, in 1901, the radio was invented, and information sharing was booming, and telecommunication was possible for longer and longer distances. 1903, the Wright brothers made the first airplane, and the world just got more accessible. 1926, Dr. Robert Goddard invented the very first liquid-fueled rocket, after getting inspiration from the book The War of the Worlds. Great book, by the way. I would recommend it. Also, fun fact, the first rocket flew for about 12 and a half meters in the air only. 1927. After the radio, the next logical step would be image transmission. Yes, it's the television. Isn't it kind of weird now that no one almost uses TVs anymore? I'm feeling a little bit old all of a sudden. 1937. The computer was invented. Yes, that is right, only 80 more years until kids could crack 90s and get dubs in Fortnite. But not before some other inventions. 1942. Not all inventions were made with the intent of helping humans, but some, unfortunately, are made with the intent of destruction and personal gain. Nuclear power was invented during World War II, and thus nuclear weapons were invented as well. 1947. The transistor. Now you might be wondering, really? Why is this on the list? Well, it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say that it is in every modern electronic device. In fact, it was the reason why personal computers in 1974 or PCs were made possible, since the transistor made computers smaller in size. 1951. The first ever artificial intelligence, or otherwise known as AI, was made. And this is probably a bigger deal than what we might all think it is. October 4th, 1957. The Soviet Union launched the very first satellite into space, Sputnik. Yes, that's right. Technology has helped us go quite literally far and beyond. We have made the very first steps towards space colonization. And in 1961, the Soviets again sent the very first human, Yuri Gagarin, into space. January 1st, 1983, considered the official birthday of what our parents would call the reason the current generations are ruined, the internet. And because of it, the world, as we were taught in school, has become kind of like a small village. The world has become more accessible than ever. Cultural exchange was easier than ever. Societies have changed drastically and indefinitely. Technology has a great and direct impact on society and life in general. And these were some of the most prominent technological inventions that helped shape society bit by bit and change it step by step until it reached what it is right now. So, that answers the first question of how did we get here. And with that, the first part of the episode is over. So, let us move on to the second part and maybe to some the more interesting part. What awaits us in the future? 
Now, before we get to it, these are just some theories on what the future might be like based on what technologies we have today and some of the more active fields of research in today's world. But before we start with the first one, some of you might have noticed that not much innovation happened millions of years ago. So for example, there wasn't much difference in technology 2 million BC and 1 million BC, or 7,000 BC and 6,000 BC. But in the last 100 to 200 years ago, so much innovation and change happened that just 20 years ago, the world changed as a whole. And society and technology in particular were so much different that that's why there, there are so many generational gaps. So if we were to follow the same curve, we wouldn't even be able to imagine how the world would look like in 30 to 40 years. And this is the basis of the first theory, the technological singularity. Mysterious sounding, I know, but anyway, the basis of this theory is the exponential growth in technology that we are having to the point where it could get out of control and become irreversible and transform our reality. One of the main reasons is artificial intelligence and machine learning. And for those of you who haven't chosen computer science as a study field in university, Machine learning basically is the capability of an AI to replicate human behavior. So basically the future AIs would be able to self-learn and improve on their own and enter a self-improvement cycle to the point where they can carry out tasks and make decisions on their own and even maybe get so advanced to the point where they can even predict outcomes of the future. Now, before you say this is all ridiculous or just some sci-fi, some examples of this actually exist. One of them being an AI that through machine learning actually won against the best player of Go in the world. Go is a strategy board game, for those of you who don't know. And not only that, it continued to develop newer versions of itself that constantly beat the older ones. So it self-improved until it got to a point where no human could ever imagine to compete with it. AI has advanced so much and without a lot of people noticing, has integrated into our life and even became somewhat unexpendable from voice assistants such as Siri or Google Assistant or Alexa to facial recognition systems and algorithms in search engines and social media recommendations and the navigation apps to fraud detection and customer service and chatbots, video games, healthcare, surveillance and security and even more and lately even self-driving cars. The AI industry is so full of potential and its future is, well to put it lightly, boundaryless Famous physicist Stephen Hawking once said, and I quote, success in creating AI would be the biggest event in human history, end quote. But developing it doesn't come with it without its own share of risks and fears. In fact, Stephen Hawking also followed, and I quote, unfortunately, it might also be the last unless we learn how to avoid the risks, end quote. Some of the risks that he was talking about include taking over our jobs, I mean, if a machine can do it and can do it better, why pay a human to do it, right? Another one is the fact that some governments are in the process of developing AI-enabled autonomous weapons. And if this AI truly comes to existence and becomes a super AI and transcends human intelligence, 
Can we guarantee that its values and goals would align with ours? I mean, so many sci-fi sci movies have talked about machines and AI taking over the world. And funny enough, a lot of scientists believe that that is the most likely outcome and humans might go extinct. But enough of these nightmares of your phone becoming sentient and strangling you with your charger while you are asleep at night. Let's move on to the second theory of one of the technologies that is most likely to develop so much and reshape our world, and that is gene tech. Now, thanks to advances in this technology, we can expect cures to a lot of diseases. I mean, as we talk right now, many different methods to cure cancer are being developed and researched and scientists have never gotten as close. I mean, it seems like every month we hear about a promising new way to cure it. So, who knows? Maybe a cure is not as far in the future as we think. And not only cancer, but a lot more health problems and diseases are being researched to find a cure for. Heart disease, diabetes, and the list goes on. So, thanks to this field and all the brave and noble researchers in it, we can expect less illness and a longer lifespan in the future. But also, gene tech could potentially bring about some scary things, since it also deals with DNA altering and genome editing, and maybe cloning. But this subfield of research has been banned in many countries due to moral complications. But who knows, maybe all those sci-fi movies about such things could be a depiction of a near future. And another thing is that we don't know whether if they take a wrong turn, develop a biological disease, and in the wrong hands, weaponize it or use it for potential gain. The third one I want to talk about is human-computer interface. This technology is represented by wearable devices and electronics that help to improve the physical and potentially the mental performance of us humans and help us lead healthier and better lives. Some of these devices may be represented by fitness trackers, bands, and smartwatches. As you can hear, it's somewhat lackluster. But more and more futuresque gadgets are being developed. Take, for example, smart glasses. And who knows, maybe in the near future, smart contact lenses. And to take it a step further, eye implants that may help even the blight to see again. And you could generalize this example to all our body parts. For example, legs, hands, organs, or even brains. I mean, not long ago, Elon Musk announced Neuralink. Merging with machines may very well be the future of humans. But the question is, is that really such a good thing? If you think about it for a second... Besides all the moral and ethical debates that it raises, it could create a huge divide between the rich and poor, since if such technology were to exist, it would be safe to assume that it would be very expensive. Well, goodbye to my dream of having cybernetic grappling arms. The fourth one I have for you is Extended Reality, or for short, XR. Yes, we are entering video game territory, but it may not be limited to video games only in the future. Example, Mark Zuckerberg's Metaverse project. 
Now, we all can see this example is not really the most convincing, to say the least, but the concept behind it is what I'm trying to talk about. A virtual world for social exchanges may very well be the future of social media. And not only that, but also for branding and customer services. We all heard when we were young about that TV that could emit the smell of things that it shows. Now, that was fake, but in the future, it may come to reality. Well, maybe not a TV, though. <laughs> but I'm not just talking about smell, but other senses that we can experience virtually, such as the taste and uh, the touch, which would provide us with the ability to try before you buy. And with the same concept, we could say that learning would be improved drastically thanks to this, since we, c we get to experience it as if it were real. But in a world where most people are disconnected from reality, from all the distractions present in it, is it a way to completely get lost and immerse yourself in a fake world, the best thing we could be looking forward to? And for the last one for today, 3D printing. Now, you might be thinking, really? I mean, watching videos of that machine print a whistle over the course of hours, but sped up on YouTube is cool, but... Could you really consider it amongst all the, others, the other ones we mentioned? Well, the short answer is yes. Think about it. What if you could 3D print anything? And I mean anything. Even houses. The crazy thing is, we actually do. And there are already so many charities working with this technology to alleviate or even eradicate homelessness. In today's world, these houses are cheap. They cost about f only $4,000 to make. They are eco-friendly and produce no waste and easy and fast to make. So yeah, 3D printing may yet bring about an age where homelessness is no more. So can you imagine all the possibilities of the technology and even the ecological benefits it may bring, it's truly boundless. But even this technology has a dark side, for if everything could be perfectly replicated and, and uh, produced, produced and reproduced by printing it, creativity may die and intellectual property would be breached. Not only that, if anything could be printed, then weapons also is a thing, and weapons is a very dangerous and bad thing. And with this technology, access to arms and weapons could be much easier and would probably lead to a lot more bad things happening. As you may have noticed, technology has two sides, and based on what path we take and how we use it, the world could be either a wonderful place or an abomination in the future. In the past, we made many things following intentions to build and help, and for the betterment of our world, and thanks to all the scientists and inventors treading this path with honesty and following a very just moral code, I could say with certainty that the world has improved for the better. But there are also instances of malice while researching and innovating, intentions filled with vile plans and selfishness, and surely these inventions have brought about only destructions. As mentioned previously, nuclear energy and nuclear weapons in World War II, and also all the waste from factories that are polluting our planet. 
So, we should learn from our pasts and carve a path to the future with these lessons and good intentions and work and innovate for the sake of us all as technology could be considered as a molding tool to reshape our world for the better or worse. And with this, we conclude today's episode. I hope you enjoyed and had a good time, as well as have learned and got inspired by this journey filled with world-bending technological advancements we took as humans throughout history and the journey we may yet to take in the future. So, yeah, one final time, thank you so much for listening and peace!